the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. A big field seeking the job previously held by Steve Stivers has been narrowed down to two finalists. We'll have the details of the 15th Congressional District primary for you. It appears that some of the nurses ordered to take the COVID-19 vaccine if they'd like to keep their job are not going to take that vaccine lying down. And at long last... I have as much information and as many authoritative voices as I've been able to find to this point on natural immunity provided by COVID-19. We will do all that and visit with independent journalist Jack Windsor today on a Wednesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. I'm glad you're with me here on 98.9 The Answer. Take us with you wherever you go on the iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com apps. Better yet, download our app, which will give you access to all the great Salem hosts all day, every day, search 989FM, the answer in the iTunes and Google Play Store. Follow us on Twitter, at Behools and at The Hooley Show. And you can also leave us a message anytime during the show on The Hooley Show, The Bruce Hooley Show Facebook page. Okay, we start with Congressional District 15. And had Mike Carey not won, or had he not won big, the national media would have loved to portray the results as an indictment of Donald Trump's endorsement. Instead, uh, it appears the former president still has a lot of power and a lot of pull, at least with Ohio Republicans, and Ohio being a swing state. His endorsement for the Senate seat, vacated by Rob Portman, will be highly coveted. I don't know if Trump will endorse a Senate candidate, but he definitely endorsed Mike Carey, and a lot of other candidates must have thought that had value because they tried to portray Trump as maybe not endorsing them, but they endorse Trump. Posing as pro-Trump conservatives and America first conservatives. Uh, In the end, Mike Carey, the uh, former coal lobbyist, the guy who Trump called up on stage in his Ohio appearance a couple weeks back, Mike Carey won the primary Quite handily, he had 37% of the vote, um, 18,600-plus. He won by more than 12,000 votes over the candidate endorsed by Steve Stivers, who was Jeff LeRae. Uh, Jeff LeRae ended up with 6,700 votes, a few more than Ron Hood, who was a former uh, state representative, and Bob Peterson came in fourth. Peterson, LeRae, Hood, you could throw a blanket over all of their vote totals. They Each had ranging from 12.6% of the vote to 3.3%. A strong showing by Ruth Edmonds, former NAACP director and uh, someone who has an affiliation with the Center for Christian Virtues. Um, In hindsight, I can tell you Ruth got my vote. 
Uh, Mike Carey will get my vote in the fall. Uh, there's no way, no chance I'm voting for any Democrat because you can't bring me one who's pro-life. And that is my test, first, foremost, and always, of any political candidate. Allison Russo will be running on the Democratic side. She absolutely uh, strolled to victory in that one uh, without any challenge at all. She got 87% of the vote. So um, no surprise there. Greg Betts ended up with, uh, or 84% of the vote. Greg Betts got just a little bit under 16%. So uh, here's Mike Carey's statement afterward. He said Republicans across Ohio's 15th Congressional District sent a clear message to the nation that President Donald J. Trump is, without a doubt, the leader of our party. I could not be more grateful for his support, and I am proud to deliver this win to advance his America First agenda. Yeah, okay. I'd have rather heard more about you, more about your plan. Uh, I look forward to talking to Mike Carey and introducing him to you. Uh, Trump issued a statement in an email, and you know he took a victory lap for this one. He said, great Republican win for Mike Carey, big numbers. Thank you to Ohio and all of our wonderful American patriots. Congratulations to Mike and his family. He will never let you down. Uh, we had overall mm, about 12% of registered voters voted uh, in a primary, which is not unusual. Uh, the district leans Republican. Can Allison Russo beat Mike Carey? I would highly doubt it. Uh, and I hope not, uh, because I think Mike Carey will be a different kind of a congressman than Steve Stivers, and that's good. That's fine by me. Uh, I don't think Stivers was consequential in his multiple terms in that uh, role. And I think he saw the writing on the wall, which is why he bailed in the middle of a term, which I don't like that either, to become president of the Ohio Chamber of Commerce. He saw a golden parachute. He took it. Uh, Political scientist David Niven, who uh, formerly worked for Ted Strickland, even he admits that Mike Carey is likely to win in the fall. He says a Steve Stivers Republican doesn't strike fear into the hearts of Democrats, but Mike character Mike Carey is a Trump character through and through. Okay. Uh, I hope we get to the point, and quickly, where Donald Trump is not the leader of the Republican Party, not because I'm upset with Trump, not because I didn't vote for Trump, not because I didn't wish Trump was the president now, but because I think we have better options. Uh, Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, uh, showed today that he's basically campaigning for president right now. Uh, You might know that Joe Biden did not take kindly to Ron DeSantis saying that they will not have a mask mandate in Florida and that Joe Biden said to Ron DeSantis he needs to get out of the way. Ron DeSantis, in a unscripted but very passionate speech this afternoon, Uh, Made no bones about the fact that he is flat out going after Joe Biden. If you're trying to deny kids a proper in-person education, I'm going to stand in your way and I'm going to stand up for the kids in Florida. If you're trying to restrict people, impose mandates, if you're trying to ruin their jobs and their livelihoods and their small business, if you are trying to lock people down, I am standing in your way and I'm standing for the people of Florida. So... Why don't you do your job? Why don't you get this border secure? And until you do that, I don't want to hear a blip about COVID from you. Uh, That is strong, and I love it. This is going to be a battleground. We are way overreacting, in my opinion, and in my analysis, to the Delta variant. Uh, Today, I'll have extensive audio for you from Dr. Martin Kulldorff. 
He is one of the three authors of the Great Barrington Declaration. He's a Harvard University professor. Um, and he'll answer the question for you about natural immunity. How good is it? How long-lasting is it? Does he approve of the way we're reacting to these Delta numbers? The infections are going up. Is that necessarily a bad thing, given the number of people who've been vaccinated, given the number of people who've already had COVID and who have recovered? But people are freaking out about the Delta variant numbers. Ohio University today announced that it will require face masks inside campus buildings for the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. Aren't you glad you got the vaccine, kids, going to OU? Um, And all residential students will be tested when they arrive at their dorms, regardless of vaccination status. School administrators say this is their best opportunity to identify infected individuals and curb a potential outbreak, and that this testing system will set them up for success. They will require all students, faculty, and staff to provide proof of vaccination by uploading their vaccine cards. So they're taking advantage of the loophole in the Ohio law until it goes into effect. After the 90-day waiting period, which says that you can't require vaccines. Um, But they're doing their thing. They're entitled to do it. We mentioned yesterday that health systems in central Ohio are forcing their health care workers at Nationwide Children's, at the Ohio Health System, at the Wexner Medical Center to get vaccinated. Uh, Nurses at the Wexner Center are pushing back via the Ohio Nursing Association. They want to bargain over this. And uh, that'll be interesting to see how that one works out. So why do I say people are overreacting to the Delta variant? It's not because I don't think COVID can be serious. It's not because I think they're lying about the numbers and the transmissibility of it. As you know, for a long, long time, I have said that the ignored factor in evaluating herd immunity is... COVID infection, recovery, and the production by your body of natural immunities. I'll have some details on that next that I think will bolster the views that I've been putting forth and give you a lot to think about as you weigh whether to get your kids vaccinated and whether to get vaccinated yourself, given the fact that it appears the people who are in charge are going to use this as a cudgel uh, going forward uh, as they cling uh, with a white-knuckle grip to the fear of all things COVID. Glad to have you with me, Bruce Hooley, on a Wednesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Uh, Jack Windsor, independent journalist, joins us at bottom of the hour. Uh, Really a sad, sad story out of Nelsonville, which is a beautiful little town about 60 miles uh, from Columbus, uh, Officer Scott Dolly, 43 years old, died yesterday afternoon uh, in his police cruiser uh, as he was speeding to um, a scene where gunfire had been reported. Uh, it's been a very tough um, few months for Nelsonville. Uh, they lost a firefighter, um, 38 years old, about three months ago, uh, Jeff Arms. And now Officer Dolly, who was uh, married with seven children. Um, there was an accident uh, with another vehicle, a big truck, um, that ran into or uh, 
had contact with Officer Dolly's cruiser, and uh, he died in the accident. So we send our condolences to them, uh, to his family, and uh, we'll certainly respect the desires uh, of the Nelsonville police and the family for privacy until they uh, provide details on uh, his funeral arrangements. Uh, As you know, for some time, as we've heard more and more about the Delta variant and we've seen more and more panic about, oh boy, here we go again, uh, it's instructive to know that this is not uncommon. England and Sweden have struggled with the Delta variant a few months ahead of our own current struggle with the Delta variant. And in those two countries, they've seen what we are seeing. Great transmissibility, lots of infections. The Ohio number today is over 2,000. It's 1,000 more than yesterday. But we're not seeing great numbers of hospitalizations, and we're not seeing great numbers of deaths. Now, there's an obvious Takeaway from that, we have vaccines and we have a lot of people vaccinated. That's always mentioned, and Joe Biden talks about this being a pandemic of the unvaccinated. They never talk about another glaring factor in the ability of people to become infected with some variation of COVID and not get hospitalized and not die, and that is those who have had COVID and have recovered because their bodies produced antibodies without being vaccinated, without having antibodies produced in an artificial way. So I've been trying to find information on this from a number of sources. And late last night, you may remember when we had Cheryl Atkinson, former CBS News reporter. She's the one whose computers were hacked illegally by the Obama administration. She's been suing the Obama administration ever since. Cheryl Atkinson was a guest on this show. She's the author of Slanted. She is the host of Full Measure News, which is an independent news program. We're going to have independent journalist Jack Windsor on the show at 533. I'm sure Jack admires Cheryl Atkinson's work because they do the same kind of work. Honest questions, tough questions. They're honest brokers, and they're not anybody's pawn or puppet. So on CherylAtkinson.com late last night, She wrote this, there is promising news to be found within natural and acquired immunity statistics, according to virologists. As of May the 29th, the CDC estimated that more than 120 million Americans, more than one in three, had already battled COVID. While an estimated six-tenths of one percent died from COVID, The other 99.4% of those infected survived with a presumed immune status that appears to be superior to that which comes with vaccination. And she goes on and she cites numerous studies giving credence and uh, confirmation to her opinion. So I also, uh, in the last uh, 12 hours... Uh, came across a podcast with Dr. Martin Kulldorff, who is a uh, Ph.D., a professor of medicine at Harvard Medical School. This is this guy's not a quack. Uh, this guy was on the Biden administration CDC committee for vaccines until, get this, he objected to the brief shelving of or elimination of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Dr. Koldorf said that the blood clots 
showed up only in people under the age of 50 and that therefore the one dose vaccine, the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, the old technology vaccine should not be discontinued for older Americans because given the fact that it was a one dose vaccine, it was very effective reaching people in rural areas. They don't have to come in twice and get vaccinated like they do with Pfizer and Moderna. It was old technology. So people weren't nervous about MRNA technology. So Dr. Kaldorf was kicked off that committee, the CDC's vaccine committee, because he posted on Twitter that he disagreed with their decision. Now, they later reinstituted the vaccine status for the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. So they came around to his way of thinking, but no, they have not reinstated him to the committee. But Martin Kaldorf was on a podcast with Megyn Kelly, and she noted all of the new furor, panic, reinstitution of mask mandates or or mask mandates and of talk about vaccine passports and all this. And she asked Dr. Martin Kaldorf, given the fact that we appear to be struggling with more COVID via the Delta variant, does he agree with the reaction of the medical community that we need to remask and think about vaccine passports? Does he agree? No any virus will have mutations and some of them might uh, make it more contagious so that it spread more easily from person to person. But the key thing is twofold. One is that uh, we have a lot of people who have natural immunity from COVID because they've had COVID during the last year and a half. We also have a lot of people who have immunity from vaccines. So it doesn't make sense to look at uh, cases. We have to look at mortality at death. And what we've seen now is a decoupling of cases and death. So if you are immune, your immune system doesn't prevent you from uh, being exposed to the virus. It doesn't prevent you, the virus, from entering your body. And even if you're immune, the virus can start replicating uh, in your body. So it's very possible to test positive for this virus even if you have a well-functioning immune system that uh, works against against the virus. And that is what we are seeing, lots and lots of tests, but we're not seeing hospitalizations. We're not seeing death. And the reason that explains that is natural immunity. But that question is never asked. Thankfully, Megan Kelly asked Dr. Martin Koldorf about natural immunity. Why and how did we get to the place of pretending that natural immunity means nothing, that that even those who have had COVID have to get the vaccine. How did that happen? Uh, That's a very good question. And I don't know, because to me, as a a public health scientist and somebody who's been working with vaccines for for a long, long time, uh, it's just stunning. Uh, Two and a half thousand years ago, the Greeks, they knew that uh, there were natural immunities. So when they had a um, uh, an epidemic. They they used people who had survived uh, the disease to care for those who were sick, which was smart to do. Uh, I wish we were as smart uh, nowadays. Don't we all? Yes. But we appear not to be that smart. We'll talk about vaccine mandates, uh, Governor Mike DeWine's stance on allowing school districts to make that decision with Jack Windsor when he joins us at 534 Are you taking advantage of the free counsel, help, and insight that can be offered to you if you go to auiinfo.com? If you're in business, I don't know why not. Maybe you are an auiinfo.com denier. Don't do that. 
They offer counsel on whether you're spending your money wisely to provide benefits for your employees. Are you getting the best dental, vision, health, disability coverage? Are you spending too much? Could you get more for what you're spending? How will you know? Well, you could investigate it yourself. Why would you waste your time doing that? When AUIinfo.com knows all the answers and will provide them to you free because AUIinfo.com does that for you, knowing that they'll be compensated by the companies that you choose from the options that they present. And they also offer you free HR counseling with a dedicated HR specialist. So go to AUIinfo.com and get the details on how to save money and spend your money more judiciously. Jack Windsor joins us next.